Thousands of new cases of the coronavirus are being reported each day. The first the death from the new coronavirus outside of China. Uh, China has reported 74,675 cases of uh, COVID-19 to WHO. In late 2019, word began to spread about a mysterious and potentially deadly respiratory illness appearing in Wuhan hospitals. This evoked memories of China's devastating SARS outbreak in the early 2000s. This mysterious illness would eventually be classified, like SARS, as a novel coronavirus, which the World Health Organization has now named COVID-19. As of February 19th, China's death toll had passed 2,000, but the number of newly infected patients seems to be on the decline. So I think uh, we are likely uh, going to see uh, the, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. That's Dr. Yan Zhonghuang. He's the Senior Fellow for Global Health at the Council on Foreign Relations. He's also the Director of Global Health Studies at Seton Hall University's School of Diplomacy and International Relations. Last time we spoke, my main takeaway was that there were simply too many unanswered questions, like how contagious is this new novel coronavirus? We didn't know how many borders it would cross. Do we know any more now? Well, actually, uh, since the, our last conversation, I think we do have a lot of unknowns. Actually, we probably have more unknowns uh, uh, in terms of like the incubation period. We thought it was like 14 days, right up to 14 days. But then there was research you know, by Chinese scientists suggesting it could be up to like 24 days, even though the median uh, the duration period was like three days. Uh, we still don't know why, for example, the um, many of the cases you know found uh, overseas actually uh, uh, had not visited uh, China, uh, <laughs> and we still don't know uh, what exactly the this, uh, the transmission rate, you know, the case fatality rate uh, for the virus. In fact, uh, you mentioned that the ANAT, what we use to measure the uh, transmission rate uh, or how contagious the virus is. You know, the, uh, the initial estimate was 2.2. Uh, that was based on the data uh, collected before January 23rd. You know, then there was a uh, um, publication, you know, based on the collection of 9,000 cases suggesting that uh, the, uh, the R-naught uh, is much higher, as high as 3.7. Uh, so uh, now it seems to be, you know, like many people would agree that uh, this transmission rate uh, is higher than SARS, suggesting that this virus is more contagious than SARS, even though, you know, it's less virulent you know, than uh, the SARS virus. Outside China, there are now 1,076 cases in 26 uh, countries, with a total of seven deaths. In the past 24 when the virus spreads, uh, it also may uh, mutate because it's the RNA virus, you know, changing its uh, uh, contagiousness. You know, so it's still in the sort of dynamic process. You know, that makes you know calculating the uh, the actual uh, transmission rate difficult. You know, that, uh, if we, you know, that is, of course, not the first time we face that kind of challenge 
I, uh, like 1918, the Spanish flu, I, you found actually this differences, you know, between different waves of the attack. Uh, so uh, even though it has an average of uh, uh, an odds of about 2.5, suggesting that uh, you know, one on average, one infected person can uh, uh, infected another uh, 2.5 cases. The Chinese government clearly did learn some lessons from grappling with SARS. How would you assess the local and central government response this time around? Well, they uh, they have learned some lessons from the SARS outbreak, right? In terms of improving uh, the core response and surveillance capacities, you know, investing uh, money, building the infrastructural. Uh, for uh, addressing a potential disease outbreak, you know, and uh, uh, I think the central health authorities might have more incentives, you know, than the local ones in terms of um, uh, uh, promoting transparency and openness, you know, uh, the uh, because the local governments, you know, they for fear of this potential implications, you know, for social political stability, might have the strong incentives, you know. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, not telling people, you know, what exactly happened, you know, so this is like uh, this risk communication problem, uh, with, which we indeed found in the uh, initial stage of the coronavirus outbreak. You know, I just uh, uh, hope, uh, you know, this time you know, uh, they realized how transparency, openness is key uh, to uh, effectively uh, bringing, bringing the initial outbreak under control and nip the crisis in the butt. 昨天下午国家卫健委发布了新型冠状病毒肺炎诊疗方案。How have the government's tactics for containing the outbreak changed in, say, the last month? Uh, well, certainly well, one of the uh, major uh, change occurred uh, in January 23rd when uh, this, this central government ordered uh, the uh, quarantining of the entire Wuhan city while those measures were then uh, uh, implemented in the surrounding cities, you know, affecting you know, more than probably 100 million uh, population, uh, the, um, or some said uh, 50 million people. You know, that. But the entire, if you look at the entire country, essentially nationwide, it's like uh, uh, being locked down. The Chinese government has attached great importance to controlling the spread of the virus. It has already adopted the most stringent measures to do so. Uh, actually, uh, the government upped the ante uh, beginning February 6th and February 7th in terms of uh, uh, limiting uh, the uh, movement of the people, you know, the uh, quarantining you know, the uh, buildings, you know, villages, you know, and uh, uh, neighbor dis- neighborhood districts. And then, you know, more recently, we've seen, you know, that uh, those efforts in Wuhan, you know, basically trying to test every case, you know, uh, quarantine almost uh, like each building, and you know, people are not allowed to come out, you know, and uh, the uh, vehicles, unless it's absolutely necessary, are not allowed to drive uh, on the road. Uh, and um, 
the uh, efforts also being made detecting every infected patient. And so you've seen this intensified uh, quarantine isolation measures being uh, carried out at a much larger scale. Aside from Hubei province and specifically Wuhan, cities across China have started reopening factories, businesses, and offices. Mm-hmm. Um, what kinds of new challenges does the reopening process pose? Well, that uh, was, I think uh, it's, it's important right, for, for China to um, not allow the uh, uh, the outbreak derailed Chinese economy, and already uh, this, those draconian, uh, heavy-handed uh, measures have uh, uh, taken a heavy toll on Chinese economy and society. Uh, so there are actually uh, calls for um, resumption the uh, the work uh, as soon as possible. But in doing so, it's also being constrained you know, by, you know, for example, lack of protection measures. Uh, also, this potential you know, of the uh, cross-infection in the factories. We were, were actually indeed identified uh, several of those cases. You know. uh, so it is very important to make sure why this is being uh, implemented uh, uh, in a way uh, that uh, would uh, allow the factories to resume work as soon as possible, but in the meantime, to minimize the potential of uh, these uh, cross-infections. Provinces outside Hubei are starting to reopen their businesses, especially the manufacture of key medical supplies, energy, food, and transportation. So there's now a plethora of information on this novel coronavirus, both in Western media, also in Chinese media, um, government websites, and sometimes the information doesn't completely line up. What kinds of resources would you recommend um, just for the average person to get the most accurate information? For the... um People in America probably the best uh, uh, the website that they want to visit would be the CDC website. You know, although I think uh, they might also consider you know those uh, uh, like New York Times website, you know, uh, the, which has you know like a lot, uh, the uh, uh, up you know real time update you know, of the uh, disease situation. And uh, well, in China, Chinese people of course they are. Uh, have their own website to visit uh, that uh, they, they find uh, actually they they actually indeed are very uh, uh, paying a lot of attention you know to the changing disease situation in the country as well. About two weeks ago, we asked you to rank how worried you were about this novel coronavirus outbreak on a scale of one to ten. One being you weren't very worried, and ten being you were extremely worried. If I remember correctly, your answer was a seven. Like I said, that was two weeks ago. So has your answer changed? Uh, yeah, I, I, you're right. And uh, I, I think uh, now, uh, given the uh, what is going on in China, that uh, these uh, um, suspected cases have been in decline and seems to be shrinking, 
and in terms of size and the infected cases, newly infected cases also have been declined over the past days. Uh, so I think uh, we are likely uh, going to see uh, the, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel uh, and uh, inflection point uh, maybe in a couple of days when uh, looking back uh, might have arrived, uh, especially uh, for other provinces, provinces other than uh, Hubei. Uh, and even in Wuhan, we've seen that uh, those uh, suspected cases, actually the size is shrinking, uh, despite this you know, spike of the cases just a couple of days ago, you know, that, uh, uh, so uh, there's indeed hope there. Uh, although, you know, I'm not that confident that uh, in terms of uh, stemming the spread of the virus internationally. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I would still, uh, 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 I think it suggests that we keep a, uh, this vigilant eye uh, what is going on there? So I will uh, stick to my uh, these opinions uh, in terms of the scale that uh, I think uh, of concern would be seven. The China Business Review podcast is a production of the U.S. China Business Council. You can learn more about what we do at uschina.org. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a rating and review as it'll help other people find us. Thank you, and we'll be back soon.